0: Hey, I know, I'll use my trusty frying pan as a drying pan.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Out of the Drying Pen, a Pokemon in the Series podcast, where each week we discuss two episodes from the Pokemon anime and whatever else comes to our minds. Just a quick reminder, this is an E for Explicit Podcast, so listener discretion is advised. And I'm your host, Jacob, and I'm here with my co-host, Austin. Hello! What's (laughs) up? Let me tell you something. I'm so glad that we didn't have to stop that time. I think it's for the first time in three startings of recordings that we haven't had to it's do audacity always <laughs> it's always me audacity you.
0: always screws up with me specifically i don't know what it is
1: <laughs> i'm trying to wait through it i'm like okay keep going through the intro we're still going i haven't heard stop i guess we're good to go so
0: oh wait hold on stop stop no, stop no. everyone stop recording hold on that's a joke
1: oh okay good to yeah know. we're not doing that so we have the funny man austin with us and we also have alex with us how you doing alex
2: I'm doing good. This is exciting. We're back, finally, recording again. We took a break. There was lots going on this last week, so you guys are very enthusiastic, and I love to see it. It's all faked. Yeah, that's true.
0: Fake it till you make it. Leave five stars. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Leave fake five stars. When we get a show, or when we get a, a store, which I'm trying to push for actually at this moment... I want to get one that says, leave five stars, a t-shirt, but it's five star use. Oh, that
2: Aww. is so cute.
0: Yeah. No one rip it off until we can profit off it.
2: Well, now that you've said that, okay.
0: So
1: five star use. I like that because that's basically the amount of times we see star U in the anime. It's like five times, too. so it's That's
0: true. Well, maybe it should be star me in that case. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> maybe
1: so. Star U sounds better, though.
2: Leave five star use.
1: If you could change it on the podcast like rating system, I would. Hold on, I'm 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 hacking Apple right okay, now. Yeah. One second. Good luck. Good little, or maybe like a Twitch emoji, five star use. Uh, anyway, I guess we can move forward now since the since you've all left us five stars, <laughs> we can move forward to our weeks <laughs> with our week talk segment, and I'm gonna give it to um, start off with Austin here, because unlike previous weeks, I'm assured that he has a lot to say about his week, because it has been a week, hasn't it, Austin?
0: Oh my god, it's been a week. Uh, yeah, I was, in, I was in Vegas, like we mentioned, probably multiple times at this point. Uh, I did go to the slots. Oh, ooh. did you win? Oh, well. Oh, well. I was wondering why your background
1: was different today. A <laughs> <laughs> new background, new apartment.
2: I know, he's in a penthouse yeah. now.
1: Who's that person behind hmm. you
0: carrying a tray of food? I went to one slot machine. It was the Monopoly Cheaters Edition, and I was like, ooh, Cheaters Edition, I want to cheat. So I put my dollar bill, just one dollar bill. And it cheated you? It did, because I couldn't figure out how to fucking do it. Oh, shit. So I was like, oh, well, I'll take my dollar elsewhere. Thank you. So I clicked, I clicked, like, hash out, and it gave me a little slip of paper that said, refund for $1. And I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) No.
2: It's not even worth it then. No, not not at all. Oh, my God.
0: Well, I went to a second machine. It was the Jurassic Park Trilogy slot machine.
1: Ooh. Ooh okay.
0: So I put in a, my, a second dollar in that one, and I could get it to work, but I ended up getting 30 cents back for my dollar. <laughs> so I got my refund, or whatever, claim ticket for 30 cents, and my claim ticket for $1, and I said, this isn't fucking worth it, and I put them in the trash. I th- At this point, I had said, I don't see how this is fun, and I left. So... You never pulled oh, the God. lever and saw the thing spin? No, that's what pissed me off, is they don't have those anymore, what? as far as I, I can tell. I thought
1: that was the whole point. No.
0: I know. that's what It's like, this is no fun at all, because they don't have the damn thing you can, like, pull on, and oh. they don't have the actual slots. It's all digital. Oh, is that because of COVID that they removed all those, or is it... I don't... Well, I mean, it can't be because of COVID, because you're, you're touching touch screens and you're inside...
2: Oh, that's sad. They used to yeah. have the option where you can do both. Either you can hit the button on the front to spin it, you know, digitally, or you have the lever thing on the side that you could do for the old school experience. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think they're losing money because I'm like, I don't want to do this if I can't do without the lever. <laughs> <laughs> I need sensory input. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you, need to feel,
1: you need to feel the resistance as you like, you know, pull it down. Get some like the will.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, well, press is this right. This isn't fun without it.
2: Was that your one and only attempt
0: yeah, they got my $2, and that was it.
2: <laughs> wow, big spender. Okay. Wow. So you also went to a couple of, like, experiences, right? You went to Omega Mart.
0: Alex is so excited about Omega Mart. Oh, my Mart. God.
2: I am so excited. I'm so I'm thrilled that you went, but also jealous because I want to go.
0: Okay, the I was at Omega Mart, and literally the entire time I was there, I was like, this was a $55 entrance for fee. It Like, some of it's kind of cool, but it's not worth it
2: oh boo without boo.
0: alex if ah. alex was there it would have been fun even with the 55 dollar fee because alex would have had so much fun the entire time she was there
2: you redeemed yourself with that comment you're like this isn't fun without you oh <laughs> i've never
0: i've never heard of this place oh, oh my, my
2: god, god. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is it like the place with like the roller coaster is it the indoor
0: thing like, theme park thing they have no. there? No. It's, it's like an art installation thing.
2: It's a shopping mall. It's like a Mega Mart, but, like, wacky, weird, absurdist, abstract stuff.
0: Alex, you know there's more to it than that, right?
2: And what else?
0: Well, I can't tell you. It's spoilers.
2: Okay. Well, then I don't know, and so that makes me even more excited to go.
0: You would love it, Alex. Uh Jacob, I don't know <laughs> about you. What would make me not love it? It's just it is kind of interactive. Like there is like little things to do, but you're basically just looking around and being like, "Oh, that's kind of clever." Uh, okay, yeah.
2: It's an experience. It's, it's yeah. It's,
0: it's an art installation. Yeah. So if that's not your thing, this, you you would not be to your days. I've been to one before.
1: One of something. I think this is what you're talking about, and it was like interactive, where it had like mazes that you could go through, and each kind of like. Time you got trapped in the maze, there was like a picture on the wall, and it you had to kind of go back through it. And Okay, that's a lot more exciting
0: than Omega Mart. <laughs> okay,
1: never mind. I've been to something a little bit more extravagant, I
0: guess is the word I'm saying here. Yeah, well, that was one I went to, which uh, it was kind of cool. But it would be a lot cooler if Alex was there, because Alex would be like, ooh, Aww. let's take yeah. 90 minutes and examine every single detail of this particular stretch of hallway. Okay, <laughs> you know,
2: I am a simple person. I, it doesn't take a lot. I, I just, I'd be interested and enthralled in every little bit. And You'd probably be like, okay, we have to leave now.
0: <laughs> no, I would not, because we spent $55 on it, and I would. <laughs> you're going to get your money. <laughs> I would worse. like, exactly. <laughs> See, I'd be the same way. They have, like, little things, like, you like you, you could sit there, honestly, you could, be, you could probably be there all day, like, reading the stuff and figuring out, like, the secrets.
2: Ooh, secrets!
0: Once you pay the
1: $55, was that it? Does anything inside the place cost money, or is it just the entrance fee and you're good to go? I couldn't figure out that, actually.
0: Okay.
2: Can you not buy the goods, like, souvenirs? Can't. I don't think you can buy
0: the goods. I, I don't know what the goods are
2: surely they have a souvenir shop
0: they did have a little souvenir shop it was like the checkout area
2: oh my god that's so clever and cute is it like a cash register
0: yeah it's like a cash register it's a a grocery store
2: oh my god i'm so excited i want to go so all right y'all
0: we're we're going to vegas we're going to omega mart we gotta do this (laughs) yeah now i gotta see what this is about
2: road trip okay all
0: right all right you and leslie are invited Jacob.
2: We're gonna go. This is my ultimate dream. I told Leslie about this about the road trip idea because she went before on a road trip, so I want to go on a road trip. We should totally go.
1: I don't know if she went to Vegas. She went to Reno. Oh, I don't think she had been to Vegas. So Vegas would be new for both of us. I think. Out to see.
2: And and Austin, you also went to the Paris. Finally, after oh my several god, attempts don't talk to, to me about the Paris. <laughs> the Paris. See,
1: I'm I'm unfamiliar with all this. So this is.
2: It's a hotel.
1: Oh, okay. with Eiffel Tower? Is that where the yes. Eiffel Tower is at?
0: I yeah. Fe- okay, I figured. Mm. <laughs> I went through various different hotels and casinos and shopping malls and such just to see. Mm-hmm. Um, of them, my favorite was the Venetian, I think. Mm-hmm. Which is Venice, of course. Did you get the the what are the things called the boats? Yeah, the gondola. Gondola. Yeah, it's like gondola. I don't know how much it costs, but I was like, I'm not gonna take a gondola by myself, or a romantic gondola <laughs> ride through the hotel. <laughs> But yeah, I did up, end up in Paris. Um, it took me quite a few tries to end up in the Paris. Because <laughs> I kept on... I wouldn't I even try to go to the Paris, because I was trying to get to the monorail, which it actually was not in the Paris. It was in the Bally's?
2: Bally's, Next door. yeah.
0: B- Bally's? But I ended up doing a lot of, like, circling and stupidly being like, <laughs> where am I going for, like, a good hour until I finally fucking found the monorail? I'm That's what I'm sorry. I was... I... Go ahead.
2: No, I was going to say, you have you have me to blame, Austin, entirely about that because I just some context I have been to Vegas a couple times in my youth the first couple times I wasn't old enough it was a family trip but the second time or the third time I went I could so we stayed at the Paris one of the times and it was so fun for teenage me and young adult me so I was like Austin you gotta go because they have a crepe bar at the buffet and just it looks like outside when you're inside and all this bullshit and so I was like, "Austin, you have to go." So I kept goading him on to find this place.
0: <laughs> I didn't try to find it. I ended up by accident. I know wow. you
2: weren't originally going to go. You were like, "This is too much trouble to get there," but you did anyway. So hmm. I appreciate it.
1: I was. How did you get around? Was all this stuff like within walking distance, or did you have to Uber? Was there like a monorail? Like,
0: I did have to take a lift to Omega Mart. Lift. Okay. Which is located in a venue called Area Fifty One. But other than that, I on, I was the one person in Vegas who took the monorail. Because it's hidden. It's, like, hidden behind the building. <laughs> you got to find it. It took forever. Um, it was easy to get around. Because, you know, it's, they want you to get around.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool. That makes sense. I'm excited to go now. <laughs> I want to see what this stuff
0: is like. I'm not an expert, so don't ask me. Yeah, you're going to be the guide when we go no <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: well you're you'll be the one who has been there most recently so i'm That's sure true. a lot has changed well we're glad you're back safe yes i'm In glad peace
0: oh they were advertising adele's residency like the day after she announced Whoops. there was no adele residency i was oh. like oh no
3: <laughs>
0: so she was she gonna go to vegas was that
1: her next thing and then she said no
0: like she had within 24 hours of the first day of her residency she was like i'm not doing this oh okay People had tickets, people were in town for the show. That's like the
2: whole People Magazine, Betty White thing, how they had the whole cover printed for her, like, 100th birthday and then she passed away (laughs) as, like, a big FU. She's like, yep, I'm not gonna get there. (laughs) I'm
1: going out, I'm going out before y'all get to celebrate. Yeah.
2: Yeah. See, that's why you don't count your chickens before they hatch and set shit up and and act like things are gonna go because it might not.
1: Oh, Betty White, what a... What a career. What a person.
2: Yes, exactly. Oh, I did read somewhere, uh, totally off topic, real quick. They're having like a name, a snowplow contest in some state. I don't know. I can't remember. But one of the top name contenders is Betty Whiteout. Oh, uh, that's pretty
3: uh, good. That's pretty
2: good. <laughs> pretty clever. I hope it wins.
1: That's nah, pretty clever. Uh, so, so Adele was going to, she was going to have like one of those sanction things in Vegas. Like this was going to be like a Britney or Carrot Top yes. sort of thing. Okay.
2: Oh my god, Carrot Top. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, that's a blast I thought in you were going to say a Katie
0: or like something <laughs> like that. <laughs>
1: no, Carrot Top.
2: Whatever happened to that guy? Jesus. He's in Vegas. He's making Is he still?
0: T- He's very well off. Let's put Jesus, it that way from what I've read. I
2: completely forgot about him.
0: I didn't see a single ad for him. I did think of y'all, again, because they were advertising some sort of Harry Potter show. Ooh! It was like some sort of Harry Potter satire thing, and I was like, ooh... I think the crew, the podcast crew, would like this. Oh, was it My Immortal? Are they finally making that a play? They, well, they kind of already did make My Immortal a play in the form of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, Carrot Top. All right. That's enough about me. That's Let's talk about, about Carrot Top. Vegas, yeah. No, wait. I mean, Jacob. Let's talk about Jacob. Let's talk about me. Jacob, how was your weeks? Well, I dyed my hair orange. Awesome.
1: God. No. Uh okay, this is I'm gonna talk about Shining Pearl because that's probably the most relatable thing I've been doing with this podcast, and that's a this is a continuation from our conversation from the last time we recorded. Okay, okay. You talk about Shining Pearl. I need to get something to eat real quick. Okay. I'm fucking starving. This is mainly for Alex anyway because I think Ooh. this is our thing apparently for this week because I assume you've been playing <laughs> it as well, right?
2: Well, actually, I have taken a break from Shining Pearl, which. This is kind of frustrating because, well, more frustrating than usual because Pokemon already has pretty much like yearly releases as it is. Mm -hmm. And I'm very slow going when it comes to playing games. I get sidetracked. I know we've talked about this at length. I get on one thing, I don't finish, I jump to something else, and by the time I get back to it, I've forgotten, so I have to start over, and it's just a vicious cycle. So I I was playing Shining Pearl, and I was trying to do like Austin had said and, and, you know, sprint through the game and. Get done with it because this past week, Arceus Legends Arceus has come out.
1: That's right.
2: So, I unfortunately did not. I got to as far as Veilstone City and Shining Pearl. I beat Maylene, the gym leader, but then Arceus dropped within two months. I mean, how? How is anybody supposed to do that in two months? Beat a game, which I know it's a complete remake of a game that's already been out for several, several years but I completely got sidetracked. I've been playing Arceus, so. <laughs> okay,
1: Okay. well it's just me talking about Shining Pearl this week, then. And, uh, How far
2: did you get?
1: Okay, I'm on, I've beaten the fourth gym, so that Remind- was the, Was that
2: Crasher Wake?
1: Yes, that was the, okay. the old guy who's like, kind of buff and shirtless, standing there, yeah. kind of mm. weirdly. Beat him. Oh, God. Yeah, it's different. So my thing is, I got that Mew at the beginning. You know those people that just hand you the Mew and the Jirachi?
2: Oh, the old couple in Floroma Town or
1: whatever. Yeah, and then I went to that big department store and I bought Psychic, the Move Psychic, of course, mm-hmm. and gave it gave it to Mew, and then I used a uh, PP Up, which is not like a Viagra thing for Pokemon. It, like <laughs> helps your helps your move set get more times to use the move, and I've been one shot killing everything with this Mew and Psychic. Like I went through the Water Gym and I had an Electric type Pokemon on reserve, stuck me out there. Didn't went even through, need no it? No problem. Didn't need it, just psychic. I didn't have to even go out and heal. It was like psychic, boom, boom, boom. And I've just been using Mew, psychic, and it's just obliterating everyone.
2: So you don't feel like that cheapens the whole experience?
1: No, because my goal is to dominate. <laughs> I'm, not <here> to, <laughs> I'm not here to take pity on these people.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, I feel like there's two camps of, of people or, you know, trainers, if you want to be, you know, accurate. It's like, do you use the legendaries and have like an op team or do you like grind through with the basics you know using your under level pokemon you know stuff like that
1: well i i got the mew when it was level five and my pokemon were already like level 15 or something at that point so mm-hmm. i've trained it to this point like i've got it to level whatever 40 or whatever it's on right now but
2: damn okay you've been going hard
1: yeah i i, I always do every single battle like in that little restaurant area i go through mm-hmm. and i did all the double battles i don't Skimp out on the battles. I try to hit every single one, including this one. So I beat the fourth gym, like I said. Got Mew overp- overpowering everybody. Then I go to that, like, I'm at this city now where I have to deliver something that uh that lady, the blonde-haired lady gave me. I can't remember her name. I'm not good with this. I'm blasting through it, too, so I'm not keeping track of the I'm characters. I'm trying to
2: remember. Blonde-haired lady.
1: Baby? Probably. Oh, Cynthia. Cynthia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cynthia. And I'm um going through that, like, sandstorm area. Is that, like... Was there supposed to be a move you can use to stop that from happening? Or Are
0: you just supposed to is navigate it a through it? Is it defog? Or s- yeah, it's supposed to be a fog, but it looks like a dirty sand cloud or something. Okay, so is there a move you're supposed to use to come? Yeah, up?
2: it's defog. I didn't use the move. I just
1: I was able Do to you nav- have it. No, I don't have it. I just navigated through oh. it through the oh, sandstorm. <laughs> so I was, you can't even you,
2: you can't, can't even see, see anything. anything. You can't. But I made it through. This is so funny. The game is like okay. Here's an obvious barrier that people can't see and get through. So clearly, who's going to try to get through this? Nobody, right? And then here's Jacob. <laughs> it's like, I guess this is how you play the game.
1: I was like, "This is stupid. How come there's not a move?" I've God that throws us oh away. My but God. I just, I navigated through. I couldn't remember from the old game, so I just navigated through it. And there is a little cheat you can do though, because it's like um you're in a mountainside at one point, and then you go down to like this valley area. Once you kind of, like, descend to the valley area, you can kind of see the top. There's no storm up there, so you can kind of guess where to go through. So I was able to kind of cheat it that way. But good
3: Lord. (laughs) I didn't even know there was a –
1: I figured there was a move. Like, in my mind, I was like, this seems like something, but I was like, I'm not going back.
0: I'm just going to – whatever. I'm going to go through this. And it didn't take me that long at all to go through. Jacob, I love how instead of Googling it, you're like, I'm just going to power through. I'm Jacob.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. The look of, like – mystifiedness on your face Austin you're like oh, what <laughs> I haven't gotten that far so I can't speak to it but
1: going through that sandstorm without using the the special move over there my Pokemon grew like five levels made them tougher They had to bear the storm I guess that's a tough route it is but I say, I just I think it's really easy to figure out I don't think it's that hard I don't think you need the move set okay. it took me I wonder if, I want to go back through it again and see if I use the move how quickly and compare it to the times <laughs> it took me. It took me probably like 15 minutes to get through it without the uh, that special move, whatever it's called.
2: So, Austin, I know, Jacob, you have not yet purchased the game, but what do we, th- we have to talk about this because it's a new game that just came out.
1: Yep, that's that concludes my week. We can move on to Alex, who okay. abandoned, Sorry, who abandoned no, I didn't me. Mean to,
2: I didn't mean <laughs> to jump ahead. I just figured that was a natural segue into- it was.
1: This is y'all's topics, and I have some questions about it as well.
2: Did you have a chance to play it at all? You, you did a little bit.
0: Legends Arceus? Legends
2: Arceus, the new game. Yeah, i played
0: came it. Out. I didn't play it on my trip, but I did play it before and a little bit after, so I'm not very far through it.
2: Overall feelings.
0: <sighs> I like that it's something different.
2: <laughs> okay. I feel like, hmm.
0: A little hesitant there, Austin. A little, Yeah. I do like, I ha- I'm having fun. I'm doing that, that Pokemon thing where you're playing it and you don't realize how much time is passing. Because your brain is no longer in your body. Oh my yeah. god,
2: I think I spent like 12 hours playing it yesterday and I didn't even realize it. My eyes were like burning and that's how I knew to stop.
1: Pokemon has, Pokemon <laughs> sends a certain chemical in your brain that just, it's weird. They've got, it's like, they got some formula down there.
2: It wasn't good. I do not recommend- I mean, obviously, that's a bad, bad thing to sit there for several hours uninterrupted staring at a screen. I mean, that's bad, and you shouldn't do that. Listeners do not do this at home. Get some fresh air, go to the bathroom, all this other stuff. But, I, like I said, I didn't realize I had played so long until my eyes started to burn, so I was like, okay, I'm done. I gotta go to bed.
0: <laughs> I'm just worried, how long am I gonna have to go around and catching Pokemon?
2: That's literally the whole point of it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it is really tedious.
0: I'm not an open world guy is a thing. That's... And this yeah. is an open
1: world game. That's exactly what I was going to ask. Like, how linear is it? And because I'm with Austin here. The open world games just... They don't do it for me. They don't.
2: I can't speak to it very much because I've, I've only gotten into the very beginning. I do get a lot of Breath of the Wild vibes. Um, in terms of like overall feel and aesthetic but I think it may suffer from being kind of like too underpopulated like in the world like there's not enough like little side and things to like discover to keep the open world aspect interesting I mean I could be speaking too soon but I've kind of got that feeling
1: I don't even understand like when they put out, like, Zelda Breath of the Wild, you know what the story's about. Like, it's the same story basically over and over again with the little tweaks here and there. I don't get the... What is the story here? Is it you just go around catching Pokemon and,
0: like, try to go through the world and be like, oh, this is different. Or, What's going on That's here? That's so funny, Jacob, because I feel like the opposite is true. <laughs> <laughs> really? I feel like... I've, I haven't played Breath of the Wild extensively. I know. I know. But um, because I'm not an open world guy, honestly... But my understanding is, from what I have played at Breath of the Wild, you just kind of start the game. And it's like, where am I? Why am I? Who am I? What's going on? Why am I naked? <laughs>
3: oh, but
0: whereas with Legend Arceus, I feel like I know the premise right off the bat. It's like, okay, this is an unexplored terrain. Let's go explore it. Let's go imperialize it. Hooray! Hmm.
2: I mean, I don't know. I can't speak to that, Jacob. I don't know. I mean, there's something... There's this whole idea of, like, noble Pokemon, and there's some sort of mysterious lightning strike that caused them all to become angry, and that's as far as I know so far.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to um, when I get back to it, is finding out the juicy, spicy lore.
2: Oh my god, what juicy, spicy lore? This is Pokemon or about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Give me that lore!
2: It's not gonna go as deep as you think or want it to. No, I to. know it's
0: not. I know it's not.
2: Although, I don't know, I mean, I did have a... I did find it cute. You know, there's there's some aspects of it that are cute, like the whole Diamond and Pearl clan leaders fighting each other. I'm like, oh, okay, they got a little lovers thing going on that's cute, or, you know, just stupid bullshit like that, but...
0: That's so funny that you were like, they're lovers, because I'm like, oh my god, they hate each other. It's going to oh, be out uh, outright war up in here.
2: That's a trope, though, right? It's like you're at each other's throats, and then you just... It's, you know what I got?
0: It's a trope I don't like. It's a Romeo and Juliet
2: exactly I was about to say I got Capulet and Montague vibes like heavy from that whole opening scene
0: Psyduck and Wigglytuff
2: oh yes Hmm. oh we'll see how it goes we shall see how it plays out but I'm gonna have to like Austin yeah go ahead
1: oh I was gonna say I'm gonna have to take Austin's word for it here because like I said we're not open world people so keep playing the game Austin let me know if it's any good because then I'll decide if
0: I buy it or not Well, like I said, I say I've barely played it. I've probably played seven hours at this point. (laughs) But, like, I don't know. For RPGs, I feel like that's barely playing it.
2: Well, a lot of it is just running around and doing the same thing over and over.
0: My main problem is the control scheme. Because the control scheme... I don't know if it's bad, but it's different from usual Pokemon games. So, I'm like, I don't know what button to press to to send out a Pokeball. I have to, like, sit and think about it every single time. It's not intuitive to me.
2: I will say that i do my favorite aspect of it so far is the real-time battling you can move around and run around and and do shit while the pokemon are battling like
1: are you fighting
2: i get you can get hit by moves during battles i mean if you're i have close. been hit
0: by the moves oh yeah. so like you can
1: fight the pokemon can you f- like fight the pokemon along with your pokemon like could i throw a left hook at somebody no, no. okay
2: know i my last thing i'll say about this is i do like the kind of and this as much as they can do i know because it's still a children's game it's still pokemon but they're kind of leaning into the whole pokemon are vicious and scary and they do make references to you dying like several times i mean they Mm -hmm. they practically say you're gonna die we're gonna leave you to die if you don't do this right like that they're scary and i don't know if if you've evolved any pokemon yet but the whole evolution montage i mean they're like black silhouettes they have like glowing yellow eyes i mean they're supposed to be vicious scary creatures so i don't know i kind of like that aspect of it
0: the aesthetic is great i like that a lot i like the this is not familiar this is this is scary this is i like that a lot that's really that's interesting yeah so pokemon run this world as compared to the humans yeah pokemon are dangerous creatures which i mean yeah that makes sense yeah
2: I mean, there's one part, and I, I don't know if you've gotten to this part. It's when you battle the opposite character to you. So in my case, I'm playing as the Dawn counterpart. So Lucas's counterpart is the rival, but he's got a Pikachu, and he's like, I don't know how this thing is... Like, How does this thing supposed to fire off electricity? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's scary or whatever. And so I was like, I kind of appreciate that because it's true.
0: It's a good little reference. Can we talk about when Pikachu speaks it goes
2: oh my
1: god is that how they all talk now they've not formed their own little pokemon language yet
2: Uh, oh my god you're right it doesn't say pikachu like all the current iterations of pikachu it's just like make that noise again (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly
0: it's like a split second of its little cry and they like I don't know, it's really disconcerting to me. <laughs>
2: Holy shit, I didn't even realize that until you said that. Like, it doesn't say Pikachu like it does now. They went back, they reverted back into its, like, original, electric-y, static-y cry.
0: And then cut it to pieces.
2: Yeah, wild, damn, okay.
0: So
1: I'm I'm on the fence here. I'm gonna have to really think about this one. I'm waiting for the spicy lore.
2: Oh my god, spicy lore. Yeah, don't get your hopes hours. up, because it might not pan out.
1: Seven hours to get the lore, though, it just, uh, I don't know.
2: Well, you don't have to play it like that. I think Austin and I are just playing it like, or at least when I was running around those first several hours, I was trying to complete as many of the decks tasks as possible. I don't think I'm supposed to be as far ahead because I can already get to like level three Stars, and I'm not supposed to be anywhere near that.
0: I'm at level three, too. Oh,
2: shit. <laughs>
0: I think we're way too far ahead of ourselves. Yeah. I think we don't, we don't think we're doing it right. <laughs> we're
2: not playing it how they expect you to play, which is just like run to each objective as soon as you reach it. We are doing mm. more to get farther than we should be. So,
1: okay, so is that the equivalent of like in the main games of just living like doing battles over and over again to make your Pokemon high levels to go face the gyms,
2: more or less? Kinda, yeah. We're really over leveled because you earn points towards stars. It, you don't get badges, I guess. You get ranks, like star ranks.
0: There's ten star ranks, and we're already at three.
2: Yeah, and this is like the first like mission. Like it's literally like the first mission. You're not supposed to. <laughs> oh be my that gosh! Far. So you're almost like
1: you're a, a third, almost basically a third of the way to the next yeah. level, and you're not even a third through the game. Okay, so we're not we're not the first boss yet. No. Oh,
2: okay. So you guys are just kind of
0: trailblazed <laughs> through this thing, aren't you? I'm taking my tie
2: well that too but i didn't want to have to go back later i was my whole thought process of and this is the last thing i'll say i didn't want to have to go back and catch the the, the b doofs like 50 b doofs when i'm halfway through the game like i was like well i'm already here at this level now i'm just gonna fucking do this like i don't think that's how they want you or anticipate people playing the game but
1: <laughs> it's your choice
2: we'll see how it goes
1: probably more talk about this next week maybe
2: Oh god, we'll still be running around in the first fucking level.
1: <laughs> You'll be level 10 and it's not even the first mission. Yeah.
2: Holy shit. So, okay, I know I said the last thing, but this is the last last thing. <laughs> the first star you get, it's like a badge. So it's like Pokémon up to level 20 will obey you. My freaking Pokémon were already at level 20. Mine too. When I was <laughs> when I got to that part. So, anyway, Anyway, let's talk about the episodes, huh? Yeah,
1: but tell us in the comments how you're playing this game to see if we're playing it right.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Or if they're playing it right. Yay, let's move on to the episodes for this week. We have Bad to the Bone. And All (laughs) Fired Up, which doesn't have a song to it. I'll come back to you on that one. Okay, yeah, get us all fired up. All right, for the episodes this week. I'm burning
0: up, I'm burning up for your love. Is that about catching
1: like a VD or something? It could be. I think there's a hidden meaning there. Anyway, the randomizer has spoken for this week. Austin, you have the thirty-second summary challenges. I will be taken Bad to the bone. No, 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 no. And Alex, you have all fired up. Okay. Yeah. Ooh,
2: I am all fired up. Okay. You know Ooh, what? Fired up. Fired up Ooh. energy. I am. I gotta get myself all pepped up. That was weak. So woohoo.
1: Yeah, we're finally all making
2: progress
0: up. with these episodes. So.
2: Yeah, let's get our game faces on. We had a break last week, but we're back in the saddle now.
0: I would argue we made anti-progress. We took two whole episodes to get to the damn league.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's not our fault that they keep fucking waffling back and forth on. They're going to the league. Oh, wait, but we're sidetracked. Oh, but they're at the league now. Oh, but wait, actually. So it's not our fault.
1: I remember watching this and being like, oh, my God, when are we going to get there?
2: Never. As a a
1: kid (laughs) and then as an adult, too, watching. I forgot how long this stretch was. I was like, can we? please just get there this is like these if i sound low during these little down dull during these episodes because i'm still i'm just ready to get there we've it's been long enough
0: i hate to tell you this i know i I know tell you this but the league itself sucks ass i know
1: but i'm at least we get it there at least we're finally somewhere okay that's true
2: Okay, but you know what? Maybe this is exactly the the thing they were going for and the reaction that they were trying to elicit out of the audience. What, is, piss them off? Oh, you know, hey, we're almost there. Oh, gotcha. Oh, we're almost there. Gotcha. You know, dangling that shit in front of our faces. Yeah,
0: dangling that carrot right there. I feel like, oh, shit, gold and silver is taking much longer than we anticipated okay. to come out. <laughs> oh, right. what are going to do? What are going to do? uh, uh Tracy. To, uh, the uh, <laughs> to the writing board.
1: To the writing board. Man, if they did that, if that's the real reason, that's actually pretty clever. You know, like, that's the greatest thing you could do to stall a game. Just say, oh, we're trying to coincide it with the anime. Oh, God, we need an extra year. We got you covered. We can write whatever nonsense we want here. Ugh, all right. Bad to the bone. You ready, Austin? Yes. Two,
0: one, go. The twerps can't get to the fucking league without stopping to help some fucking weirdo <laughs> who is a Toshi... Who has lost his gym badges to Team Rocket because he's an incompetent clown, and so they're like, "We gotta stop everything to stop this person." After he tries to steal Ash's badges, and then his Marowak is like, "Fuck you, I'm out." And so eventually, they find Team Rocket and get the badges back. Um, but we learn no lessons and just waste time.
1: <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was oh, pre- that was actually pretty accurate to what goes on here.
0: I honestly can't remember
1: this episode very well. Luckily, I have some notes to help us get through this, because I, I just glossed over it, too.
2: Are you guys kidding? This episode's chock full of shit, and I can't wait to talk
1: about oh, I'm glad you it. Oh, yeah, I'm glad you get to take the take the reins. Oh, I'll take God. the reins. You fill, on, fill in the, the holes in the plot for us. This episode didn't make sense to me, and once we get to that part, I'll explain how it doesn't make sense to me. But you guys got to remind me, because I'll probably forget. But anyway, like Austin said, this is a... I don't know if you touched on this part, but we start off with Bat to the Bone. We're at we're at Professor Oak's and Ash wants some training. He finally wants some training. This is what bothers me. He's been trying to train the whole time. He has the expert there, Professor Oak. Why not just consult him to begin with? Wasn't his whole purpose going there to consult Oak to begin, like, like 10 episodes ago? Yes, Alex.
2: Well, I, was, I was gonna say, I feel like this is very Ash, or early Ash anyway, like he fucked around. You know, he was off on his adventures with with Victor and the surfing Pikachu and all the other bullshit that we got up to this whole time. And, you know, now he's like, well, that's OK. I'll just go to my favorite professor because, like, you know, he's got a thing with my mom. So, of course, mm-hmm. he's going to just help me out whenever I ask. So he that's like very Ash, right? He's just, well, I didn't train, but I know Professor Oak will help me. And that's basically what he does.
1: OK, but Oak gives Oak gives the perfect response, though. Oak's just like, you should just quit.
2: John he's fellows. like, "Fuck you!
1: I'm not helping you." <laughs> the hell with you, Ash! You've been screwing around
0: here too long. you are done. Is this what happened to the other two trainers? They're like, "Professor Oak, we need help," and he's like, "You need to quit." I that's yeah. I love <laughs> Oak's response is great here
1: because he should. I mean, he's been he's just been messing around the whole time, not doing anything, and then finally, Oak just puts the responsibility on someone else and just says, "Hey, go to the plateau to train." This is another problem I have. Ash should have just been went there to begin with because they talk about all these trainers being there and how. I guess people train along the way, Ash just went there to begin with.
2: Well, he doesn't even have time to train. I mean the the competition's freaking starting in like the next like day. I mean he's out of time.
1: But I mean like ten epic ten episodes ago, whenever this arc oh, yeah. started, he should have just went straight there. Anyway, nonetheless, Ash decides, hey, let's finally go to the plateau where the competition is taking place. Let's finally go to the place where the competition is happening. Like so this arc. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. So Delia gives uh, the Twerp some bags, whatever, and Misty and Brock say, hey, we're thankful for for this, whatever. And Oak wishes him luck after telling him to quit. Good for him. And this is where things get exciting here. So we're going through a field. We're finally going to the plateau, like I said. And then
0: a man named Atoshi? Atoshi? I wrote O-T-O-S-H-I. Is that accurate?
2: That's what I wrote. It sounded like Atoshi, but who knows? Some guy with a stick.
1: Yeah, some guy with a stick pretending to be like a little ninja. Or whatever. And
2: maybe, you know, side note, maybe this wouldn't have happened if Brock, with his stupid fucking map, didn't say, this is a shortcut, and they're wading through the tall grass in the middle of nowhere.
0: You're going back to our roots here, I feel. I, I wrote, oh god, Brock's gonna lead them off a cliff, they're not going the right way. <laughs> <laughs>
2: See, here's a lesson, Austin, I know you said we didn't learn anything, but I feel like this whole episode is a lesson on, do not take shortcuts, because then you get into some shit.
1: Th- but that's the whole... Thing. We've been going through this. They Brock gets the map, says, Hey, we can cut through here. Or he has no idea where they're at. They get lost, and then we run into these weirdos like Atoshi, who just happens to be there.
0: See, like, normally I'm fine with Brock getting them hopelessly lost because who, who cares? It's <laughs> exactly. like, we got a deadline. Like, we got to be there within 48 hours. We got to go.
2: Well, they have ba- very poor time management skills. So if they had known this, they should. And why can't, like,. Well, I guess this is... I, I shouldn't say this. This is all about, you know, self-sufficiency and being a trainer. I was going to say, why didn't they just get a fucking ride there? But, you know, you got to wander through the wilderness.
0: Jump on Gary's Corvette. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, Gary's
0: probably... I
1: want, I want to know how long it's been that Gary's actually been at the plateau already. Well, we haven't seen him around. He hasn't been here. <laughs> He's probably already He's there. He's been training,
2: right? working hard.
1: We'll see if it pays off. Anyway, so we said mm. that we come across this weird guy, Otoshi, who... I guess he's going for broke here cuz he bat- he asked to battle Ash and the prize on the line are badges. Which I kind of like that concept a little bit, but not like not in the way it's used here, I guess.
2: Okay, I have a question. Yeah. This is an officially sanctioned competition. You know, Pokémon League, you know, you've got the official gyms and I'm assuming that when you win a badge that win is registered to your trainer card, your ID, or something. So the fact that Ash has won eight badges should have been tied to his ID, his name, like Ash, you know, passively. So having the physical badges means nothing. Like how does taking the badges from someone else make any difference?
1: That's that's the problem I had with this. the whole concept of this episode. Let me explain this part really quick. So the prize on the line is the badges. And then Atoshi and Ash actually. Ash is hesitant at first, but they agree to battle. And they wind up battling. Ash actually winds up winning with Pikachu using Thundershock on oh <laughs> Marowak, Marowak. Which Marowak's the whole episode. This, the whole episode is based around Marowak. Because it's bad to the bone, of course. But Pikachu uses Thundershock. That wouldn't work in a game, would it? That's no, a, no, no. effect at all.
0: That's the Marowak's problem I have there. It's a ground type. Okay. We're getting some foreshadowing here they don't know what the fuck they're doing when it comes to Pokemon battling yet. They're just like, uh, I, don't, I don't know, Pikachu attacks it, right? I don't know. Like, and also doesn't make any sense, this is what really bothered me, was it was Bulbasaur versus Marowak, Bulbasaur loses, then it's Pikachu versus Marowak, Pikachu wins. Thank It's like, you. okay, Ash wins. Thank it's like, you! No,
2: no, no, what the fuck is this? No! Holy shit, I, I was about to say the same thing, like, I thought it was a one-on-one battle which would mean ash lost he lost but then he calls out pikachu and wins and the guy's like and the guy has other pokemon like we see later he has a doe duo so why did he just him beating marowak like decided the battle like what the fuck
1: yeah yeah Oh, so it was a one i forgot it was this one v one battle with the winner take all and then <laughs> it's just and it
0: wasn't <laughs> because (laughs) they they don't care about battles now and it's very obvious which like i get it it's early days they're like we don't give a shit about battling whatever we're all here for story it's indicating what we're in for for the next several episodes i feel like
1: (laughs) yeah this is like setting the mark for the rest of them but like like we said part makes no sense pikachu ash cheats uses pikachu (laughs) to defeat marowak which makes no sense either but then we kind of, this goes back to what Alex was saying is that it turns out Atoshi, remember they're battling for badges here. Atoshi has no badges. So he had nothing to give if he lost. But then they kind of start talking and then we learn that Atoshi lost his badges or someone stole his. And this goes back to what Alex was saying is, wouldn't there be some kind of like database that would track this to kind of make sure that. Badge theft wasn't, like, a continuous thing? Because this would happen all the time. If there was no way to know who had the badges, the plateau would be just lined with thieves, ready to go.
2: I mean, not only that, but it's like, you know, that's the most simplest way to, to prevent unscrupulous people from going and stealing your shit. But it's like, you're wandering around the wilderness. I mean, it could fall out of your pocket, you know, all this stuff. You could misplace it. All these things could happen. I mean, you should just be able to get a replacement. You know, maybe you have to pay a fee or something, but it should be tied to your name.
1: It would be in your Pokédex, right?
2: Well, that's... Well, it should be a trainer. Like, if you're a registered trainer, you're you're going through the leagues as this official competition, even if you didn't have a, a official Pokédex, which I'm assuming are kind of rare because you have to get it from a professor, it would still be, you know, it's like a driver's license or anything else. Like, you would just have a registration and be like okay you got the boulder badge you got the whatever badge, you know whatever
1: there'd be like an alternative source especially with eight-year-olds and ten-year-olds running around with these things to kind of like clarify I got the age wrong again I know ten-year-olds running around here with the the badges they're gonna lose it kids lose stuff all the time there would be some kind of like other registry or something
2: Okay, here's another thought. Maybe Ash and Otoshi are just stupid and there actually is a way that you can just recover your badges or it's tied to your name <laughs> and they just don't fucking know they that. They just so don't they're care. Like, they're the only. So it's in their minds, it's like, well, the only solution is I have to steal them from someone else, even though that's completely not what you need to do. They could probably just go up to the reception desk at the league and say, I lost my badges. And they'd be like, oh, okay.
1: Did they mention for the Pokemon League that is there a set number of slots available? For, is it, or is it like if you earn a badge everybody
0: can come it's everyone can come okay because they have the they have the preliminaries to eliminate people to get it down to a certain number okay very okay if, true. I, remember, if I recall correctly true i
1: just didn't know if they capped it at a certain point because then you would have to have some kind of like registry database something to keep it under control
2: i think they're just being idiots honestly <laughs> yeah
1: yeah There's there's probably some way yeah and speaking of idiots, we learned out that how Otoshi lost his badges was he fell into a hole. Like, it was pretty oh God. easily seen. Team Rocket threw some food out there, and Otoshi and them ran after it and of course, plummeted to a hole and got his badges. Which, the badges we find out come in this cool little box, too. That's also really interesting. Like, I don't know where this box came from. This, like memorabilia box set that
0: was pretty cool i like that i hated the boxes you hated the boxes why'd you I hate hated the boxes they were so big they were like massive <laughs> they were like, They're like suitcases. tall. But, <laughs> yeah but that's how it would
1: be though that's a huge accomplishment you would get it like in a big case you
0: know except you're traveling the landscape on your own two feet that's not very convenient <laughs> you gotta want it you and your backpack that's all you got you gotta want it you gotta want it to get there
2: Ash does it the right way. He just pins them inside his vest, like a normal person. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he have a box though?
0: He will later have boxes, but they're like slim, like they're like a sliding case kind of thing, which makes more sense, I feel like, for economic reasons, <laughs> space. So this is an Atoshi exclusive, having this big old suitcase thing. Well, no, I noticed this. Atoshi carried his in a ba- little bag. Like oh a yeah, sack.
2: he had a little coin purse thing.
0: Then Jesse takes his and puts it in the giant box. <laughs> Okay, so it was like a jewelry box or whatever. So, yeah, it was like her makeup supply or something. I don't know. That actually makes sense. That actually makes a lot of
1: sense. Oh, goodness. So, like, uh, we're talking about Team Rocket stole the badges, right? Team Rocket has stolen these badges. Then we come to find out that with James and me out there sitting around laughing that, hey, we got these badges. This is awesome. And we find out that Jesse is gone. Jesse has taken the badges and has just kind of gone AWOL to get herself in the Pokemon League which I thought was actually hilarious that she just kind of abandoned them and went off on her own. <laughs> I love that part.
2: I don't know how she thinks she's gonna get very far. She's got one poke, Well, two Pokemon.
1: Yeah, so she only has Lickitung.
0: Well, has- does does she, have? she have
2: Lickitung still at this yeah. point? Or- we
0: haven't seen it, but yeah, it's, it's around. She's it's got there. Lickitung
2: and Arbok, and that's it. So I don't, I don't understand how she thinks she's gonna get anywhere, but I have to admire her from like stealing from her own friends and being like screw y'all i'm gonna go off and do this by myself
1: <laughs> see I, that's i like that part she's just a wall on them but so jesse jesse's gone out by herself and then ash thank god sends pidgeotto finally we see pidgeotto making an appearance uh it's been a been a long while i think since we've seen him pidgeotto goes out and scouts and we see james and meowth flying off with their hot air balloon the classic meowth face hot air balloon and then we Pidgeotto just flies straight through it, just to crash it to the ground. This is that's like a continuous thing, isn't it? With Pidgeotto just flying through this thing. Is this yeah. the
0: first time it's ever done that?
1: I thought it's done is it before. It? Okay, I don't remember, but I, it's a it's a fun gag. Finally, Pidgeotto gets some use, right?
2: Yeah, flying in a circle, leading them to their death on the mountain. Which you know we won't talk about that.
0: That was not a good showing for Pidgeotto. <laughs> this yeah. was,
1: yeah. Then James and Meowth actually fall to their death, and we never actually see them again. No.
2: <laughs> oh, just a side note, Jacob. We did see it recently. Pidgeotto was in the Pocomopolis episode when it got sucked into the little orb, and Jesse beat it up.
0: Okay. Yeah, that, was, okay. that was a big role for Pidgeotto. <laughs> yeah.
1: Action-wise. Passed wise, out,
2: getting beat up.
1: This is the first time that Pidgeotto has been useful for the plot in a very long time, is what I should say.
2: Okay, poor Pidgeotto.
1: Yeah, I, I like Pidgeotto. I don't know why he's not used more often. But anyway, Pidgeotto causes him to crash, and then we learn from Jesse and James, or Jesse and James, from James and Meowth, of course, that Jesse's gone with the badges, and they don't know where she's at. And then this is where our main character for this episode finally has some exposition and something to say. We see Marowak, it just pissed. He's just flipping his shit over there. And Meowth is translating that Marowak's pissed that you don't have the badges anymore. He just wants to go off on his own. I guess Otoshi gets kinda mad and shakes me out a little bit, roughs him up, but then we see Mir uh, just kinda darts off. This is kinda like is this the first time we've seen a Pokemon get mad at his trainer and just AWOL it? Or
0: leave it alone or
2: I don't remember. I think so. I, think so. I mean
0: Charmander and Damien at the end.
2: Well, Damien straight up abused Charmander.
0: Right, right.
1: Yeah, that was just a little different. I don't know. Can can Pokemon choose to leave a trainer?
2: Yes.
0: I like to think they can.
1: Okay.
2: How about, don't we see that later? Don't we see it later episodes that they choose? Well, a Froakie. Froakie in the later episodes. Yeah, Froakie. Snivy. Yeah. Yes, they can.
1: Okay, so we do kind of see that later on, but this may be the first occurrence of a Pokemon just like straight out abandoning their trainer for, I guess, not a good reason. Maybe a good reason, depending how you look at it. I mean, if I was a Toshi Pokemon, I'd be like, peace. Yeah. <laughs> I would have left
0: way before this.
1: Especially if there's a database you could have backed this up to. Anyway, so Marowak's gone. Our main character for this episode is gone. Then we see Jessie walking along, and she, she's disguised herself with a... a what is it called? A kimono? She's got like a kimono with kind of like a It's not a kimono. Head. It's not?
2: Wait, th- you skipped over the, the best part when they're going through James's useless pile of shit and all the stuff they have in there. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's like a, what is it? A broken, what is it? He's got a broken mirror.
2: He's got a photo. He's got photos of them himself. (laughs) (laughs) He just loves himself.
1: Austin?
2: Yeah.
0: The photos of himself were a form of censorship.
2: Oh, tell us. There's some backstory to this. I like
0: this. He had Pokemon TCG cards, but you can't have real life products Uh, in children's uh, television on American TV.
2: Well, actually, but they did reference Pogs. Ash says Pogs, which is a he says the word Pog. Yeah, Pogs a a a copyrighted term. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's the actual title of the game.
0: Okay, well, they're allowed to say Pogs,
2: and the bottle caps make an appearance, which comes up later.
0: First appearance.
2: Yeah. So it was TCG cards though, but they changed it to pictures of himself.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) What were the
1: What were the original Pokemon cards that were on the pictures? Did you find that out? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, Okay, we
0: can figure it out if you want to.
2: Interesting. I'm glad I said something because we got that little backstory. Fun Yeah, facts. that is
0: interesting. I think the debut of the um the bottle caps is the main thing here.
2: James and his bottle cap collection.
0: I forgot all about
1: the bottle caps. I forgot that that was even a thing. Austin, would you like me to continue, or would you like to wait us to wait for you to find the Pokemon? Okay, parts? so it's
0: it's Dark Primeape. Oh,
1: okay, that's pretty cool.
0: From the Team Rocket expansion, that makes sense, and the rest of them are like face down, so it's like the Pocket Monsters card logo. Oh, oh the, the Japanese logo with the. Mm-hmm. Cool Interesting. Deal. Okay. Yeah. Before before they changed it.
2: Oh,
1: okay. This has been fun facts with Austin. Thank you. Oh yeah, why did he? Why did he keep?
0: What do you call them?
2: The soda tabs.
0: Soda tabs.
2: Can't you get money if you turn those in? I think it, you get a couple cents. Oh yeah, like, you, like you take like them recycle.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You take them to school and. Your teacher gets free school supplies, so that's probably why. I Th- that's did it. how they're surviving—is <laughs> recycling just the cans. <laughs> oh my gosh, we need an episode of them like digging through the trash to grab this stuff.
2: Well, that's a recurring thing—is them like struggling for money just to buy food. So,
1: anyway, they—I guess they have plenty of money because, like I said, Jesse is wandered away and she's and she's walking along, disguised, of course, and then a boy jumps out and challenges her to a battle. See, this is what I was talking about earlier. Ash should have just tried to go straight to the plateau. Obviously, there's people that are willing to battle and do something for him along the way. But, of course, he doesn't do that because maybe Austin was right about the games being delayed a little bit.
2: (laughs) Well, this kid, the kid that that she comes across is sitting there at first with his, his, like attache case of badges like this giant box and he's like talking to himself he's like yeah i finally got eight badges and i'm like is this a normal thing do people just stop alongside the road just to like look at their badges like sitting on a rock like what is going on
0: it's a common, a common thing.
2: self-absorbed people
0: <laughs> did y'all know did y'all clock his badges too they were like they weird. were different they, yeah they were completely different it was like from he's from the wrong region <laughs>
2: Well, it's not, like, there's no barriers to, like, getting it. I mean, you could probably, as long as you have eight badges from somewhere, official sanctioned places, you can compete, right?
0: Oh, so he got his badges from, like, I don't know, the Ore region or something. Maybe. And he came over to Kanto.
2: Possibly.
0: Doesn't Gary have different badges,
1: too? Didn't Gary go different route as well?
2: He has ten.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like this guy, his badges were from a completely different set. Because they were very visually similar to each other and very visually dissimilar from the canto badges that we know,
1: yeah, they were more they're more elaborate in their design, right, sort of like later on with the badges that we get.
2: I wish we had a comprehensive list of like badges and where they come from, but
0: oh, we do <laughs>
1: wouldn't that be cool Oh Austin <laughs> if, wouldn't that be cool if in the game you could choose your route a little bit,
2: like oh, like they had multiple yes.
1: gyms. Whatever. That'd be kind of interesting.
2: Man, that would be cool. I hope they do that in a future game where it's like they have maybe, you know, 11, 12, you know, different gyms you can go to, but you don't have to, you can go in a different order. You don't have to go to all of them as long as you just get like eight of them, you know, something like that.
1: That'd be more, less linear, kind of choose your own route, but still stay very structured. That'd be very interesting.
2: They could do that if they do like another Arceus style game. Where it's sort of like open world and you can just walk around and do whatever.
1: Um,
0: Austin, you have something in the chat for us, looks like. The Bulbapedia listing of uh, okay. unidentified badges. Oh, neat. Do you think they're fake? I just think whoever did this episode was not thinking about it.
1: Interesting, interesting. Anyway, back to our episode here. Jessie is trying to steal these badges also. Which I guess, she why is why she stealing them? She already has eight
2: she's greedy she's just greedy she's,
1: yeah she tries to distract the boy and make him go like a different direction to steal his badges but then we see a bomb appear and it turns out this bomb is thrown by none other than james and meowth have thrown a bomb and we see james flop down and he starts reciting the motto and oh james God. or jesse joins along with him of course ruining her disguise which uh, old habits die hard i guess is what we're supposed to f- see here
2: this was my favorite part of the whole episode. <laughs> I can't it's like they have a compulsion. Like she they are interrupting her and she can't help but join in to the monologue. Like it's so absurd. Oh god.
1: I thought it was very clever the way they did that. I mean, it's clearly Jesse obviously they, they knew that before they went down there but just to kind of like I guess uncover her even further they're like, "Yep, we knew it."
0: <laughs> I don't want to take one's quote, but can we comment on how James identified Jesse? Go for it.
2: I'm oh, pretty sure it's yeah. not my quote. <laughs> it's not my quote, but.
0: Okay. So Meowth is like, Are you sure that's Jesse? And James is like, Yes, I am. And we see a montage of all their disguises through Kanto and him saying, We share a very distinctive sense of fashion together. I would recognize Jesse anywhere. I'm like, that's kind of amazing. They really are soulmates. That's
2: so cute. Yes. I love them.
0: Just for them to pick them out of a crowd. That's awesome. The fact that when Jesse's trying to disguise herself from James, she still goes with a distinctive style <laughs> that James can immediately recognize from a distance.
1: <laughs> well, that's probably They're all so they extra. had, though, right? So they have this probably trunk full of costumes and she grabbed probably the one that's not dirty and just, you know, I'm pretty sure this is all stuffed in a giant suitcase somewhere. We just don't ever see it. <laughs> A trunk or something. He just grabbed it and ran off. It,
0: oh, that's where the the gym badge case thing was. That was in the case. Yeah, it was in the
1: yeah, was a disguise case. And to be fair, this could have been James's uh, costume that she grabbed because, you know, he goes, Oh, it could have been. Yeah, so maybe that was the point. Anyway, so we uncover that this is Jesse through a brilliant way that James reciting the motto. And then suddenly, guess who shows up are Twerps and Otoshi, which makes me think that they obviously did not get very far. Like Jesse was no in no rush to get to the plateau because James and Meowth catch up to her like in a minute and the kids I assume are just running full speed and get to her like in five seconds. So whoever however that happened they catch up. And then we get a battle ensuing between Jesse who says that, Hey, I'm gonna keep these badges and Atoshi who says, Hey, I'm getting my badges back And then we see like just uh, Alex said earlier, Atoshi throws out a doo duo against Jesse's Arbok.
2: This poor do duo. Yeah, suffering.
1: this duo, this duo gets rocked.
0: Did uh, we notice this do duo had like a deep voice and a and a high pitched voice?
2: It was cute, but it was unfortunate at the same time.
1: Is that a common theme for the duo? Do duo,
0: do duo, I don't know. I'm not too familiar with the duos.
2: It doesn't show up very often, but then again, it's like you're dealing with a two headed Pokemon, which is kind of bizarre, anyway. And apparently, it's very unintelligent.
1: Or isn't one side smart and one side dumb?
2: They get into fight. Well, I know the Dodrio has like different head. It's kind of like Executor because Executor has three heads that represent different like emotions. And so does Dodrio, right? It's like anger, sad, and something else.
1: Yeah, the three split personalities kind of thing. Yeah. Doduo is getting rocked and just shattered by this Arbuck. Then we get a little point here where we flash away, turn the camera, pan it away. We see Marowak reminiscing about the times that he spent with Otoshi. He's sort of just going through and recognizing that they're training when they're they're sitting at like a waterfall at one point and just letting the water hit them. And that's supposed to be some kind of like strength training, I guess in a mental sort of way. And then Marowak has a change of heart and decides to go back to Otoshi. Well, that filled about a
0: minute of episode time.
1: Yeah, it did. I thought it was going to be a little bit longer. And we don't know how far Marowak is away here, like distance-wise. But then we flash back and we see Doduo getting just obliterated by Arbok. And then Marowak comes in to save the day. Yes, Alex.
2: Can we talk about the scene that Marowak comes across? He's like wandering through the woods trying to like go off on his own. And then he comes across this group of like trainers in the woods who i guess are training for the league and making their pokemon do really weird shit like this one kid's like got a nidoran a male nidoran and he's like okay nidoran jump keep jumping jump 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 like that's it and i'm like (laughs) what and then that girl with her Chansey, i I don't even know what was happening it was like this really odd group of people with their pokemon
1: (laughs) she was like playing fetch with the Chansey. Yeah. yeah yeah it was just like laying eggs and playing fetch
2: I don't know. Apparently that constitutes training. So Marowak was probably took one look at that and he was like, oh shit, I guess I have it really good with the...
1: <laughs> I actually have a trainer that knows what he's doing.
2: Yeah. Well, actually, does he know what he's doing? Because he jumped through that burning ring of fire and caught his whole hair and clothes on fire.
1: Yeah. This whole sort of scene here, we get some unconventional ways of training Pokemon. So kind of makes oh, you think I maybe don't... Ash has... <laughs> maybe. maybe he's actually he's not a reasonable so bad. trainer. Yeah. <laughs>
0: At least actually getting stories out of this, not that he can remember them.
1: Yeah. yeah. They jump through a hoop fire, which easily could have killed Marowak or killed Otoshi. They go through some really weird ways to get their Pokemon stronger.
2: Better than AJ's method of like strapping bondage gear onto them. And There's all kinds. There's really all kinds.
1: They do say you need to bond with your Pokemon. Heyo.
2: People in Kanto are just wackadoo.
1: Yes, the many ways to train Pokemon. And I guess Otoshi's ways... Some way work because uh, Merowak comes back and then just kind of obliterates. Who's it? Arbok. Mm-hmm. Arbok. And then he obliterates. No, wait a minute. Does he? Does he get wheezing or is it Pikachu that gets wheezing? Pikachu. Pikachu gets wheezing. That's right. So they Marowak and Pikachu tag team it. What? Is, no, Team Rocket decides to retreat in their balloon and Merowak boomerangs it. I guess and knocks it down.
2: I don't remember. I don't I'm kind
1: of lost at this point. I had stopped
0: taking <laughs> notes by this
1: point. I was done. <laughs>
2: they blast off again as they do. Yeah.
1: And Otoshi gets his
0: badges back.
2: Which, can I make a comment on his badges? So he's got some of... They are a little different. He's got some... Oh, Austin, yes...
0: I got it all written down. Oh, you got it. Well, I
2: wanted, I just want to point out, and you can fill in the gaps, but he has a boulder badge, and Brock never fucking comments on it, and it bothers Mm -hmm. me.
1: That makes me think, is there another boulder
0: badge, place to get a boulder badge, or, no, Flint's the gym leader, right?
2: Well, Forrest is now, or is Flint still the gym leader?
0: Forrest isn't yet.
2: Okay, so Flint is.
1: Yeah, so Flint is, so he battled Flint.
2: But he never says anything about it.
1: Well, he doesn't like
0: his dad. He's not going to talk about his dad.
2: That's true. His gym
0: badges are very inconsistent, (laughs) Otoshi's. They change throughout the episode.
2: Oh my god, did you note it?
0: Yes.
2: (laughs) Oh, I didn't pay that much attention. I only paid attention at the end because I was like, oh, that's the Boulder Badge. And it looked like Misty's badge from Cerulean, but it was, like, upside down. Like, it wasn't exactly.
0: Right. um, Well, we see during the montage, she fought Koga, Lieutenant Surge, Sabrina, and Blaine. And he even fought Blaine in the active volcano stadiums. So that was interesting. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Like you said, but later when we see the gym badges, they're like, they're not what they looked like previously. They're like weird variations of them. Hmm. So I just think it's bad continuity. I don't, they did not care for this episode. So it's just like and they split, split teams up and people drew just random badges to finish it up. Yeah, this is like a squiggly.
1: Here we go. Yeah, okay. This is the gym badge. Put it out there. No one's gonna notice, but people who are over over observant,
2: people like, like who's us, who's gonna watch <laughs> it in
0: twenty five years from now yep. <laughs> in America
2: and overanalyze it? Oh God, that may say something more about us than them, but we'll leave it. Yeah, there.
1: we're not gonna dwell on that. No, <laughs> be great for like quality control or QA
0: or whatever they call it.
2: Yeah, let's call them up. Hey, excuse me, Pokemon Company. What the hell were you thinking?
0: Yes, I would like to talk to the overworked animator who at four in the morning drew the wrong <laughs> gym badge. How dare they? How dare he? Making, uh, minim- making
1: minimum wage. Yeah, getting exactly. this stuff wrong.
2: We have too much time on our hands, as you can all tell.
1: So do the people who listen to this podcast, probably. But hey, now, hey now, <laughs>
2: hey, you know what? This is good. You know what? We're we're dogging ourselves. We shouldn't. This is good quality shit. And we think hard. We think deep about this, you know, asking the questions that nobody else is asking.
1: That's what I'm saying. We do the hard work. So you don't have to. Exactly. Leave us five star use.
2: Star use. Yep.
1: And a comment telling us how great we are. Thank you, Austin, for that. Oh,
2: <laughs> my God. We're fucking crazy. Okay.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think. Badge-wise, uh, the whole badge thing just really confuses me, so I'm not going to get into it.
2: There's no, There's no like Austin said, they didn't know what they were doing. They don't really care. They're just, okay, we have to have a league. We have to have badges. Okay, whatever.
0: Gold and silver got delayed another week. Crank out an episode. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about making the badges consistent. We'll just make it work.
1: I guess that concludes Bad to the Bone. If we want to move on to our MVP and our LVP, unless Austin uses this. I do
0: have a note. Before we do that, which is they're heading in the same direction as Atoshi to the same destination as Atoshi, we cut away. They're not with Atoshi, and we never see Atoshi ever again.
2: Maybe he died.
0: Hopefully he died. Maybe he. Maybe um... he... <laughs> Melanie, Melanie, Melanie. No, got I him.
2: was gonna say he jumped through. He did one last minute fire hoop training, caught on fire, and died.
0: Okay, there we no, go. That would be great
1: if you <laughs> if that happened. And you go to the Indigo Plateau and he's alive, but he's all scarred up and burnt.
2: Oh my god, jeez!
0: <laughs> and you don't recognize him. That'd be great.
2: This is such a stupid episode.
0: Let's introduce this random character who's gonna be in the league, except no, he's not.
2: They just forgot about him. Somebody's notes got lost, and they just forgot.
0: All
1: right, let's go and get this episode finished up with. No, that's not right. Hold on, one second. <laughs> Okay, there we go.
2: Did you get lost on your way to the plateau?
1: I thought I got lost. This guy hopped out and started throwing badges at my face. Right. The computer froze, actually, and I was a little worried there. And it will be myself taking the lead with MVP and LVP, end quote, followed by Alex and Austin. So my most viable player is uh, Marowak, I guess. I gave it to Marowak for recognizing his wrong ways and going back and helping Atoshi after... Atoshi screwed up big time. So good for Marowak. Even though I don't think he should abandon him in the first place. At least he redeemed himself by coming back.
3: Mm.
1: So that's that. That's the best I can think of. And for our least viable player, I chose Brock.
3: Oh, really? I,
1: I (laughs) I put the reason why, but I can't remember what scene this is talking about here. I put for not staying to help Atoshi, but I can't remember when that exactly was
2: oh oh i know what you're talking about at the beginning when ash is standing there and he's like we gotta help him because stealing from one trainer is like stealing from us all and brock's like oh but we have to go we'll be late we can't we don't have time for this oh okay that's what you meant
1: okay so autocorrect put staying instead of saying i put brock first saying not to help Atoshi. yeah but then i'm kind of regretting that because we would could avoided this whole thing yeah, hashtag Team Brock. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I actually probably switch those around, but I'll give it to Brock for being a bad, teaching kids a bad lesson to, to not help those in need out. And then my quote, it comes from James. Mm. And it's after they steal the badges. James says, Hey, getting those badges was easier than slipping on a banana peel.
2: Oh, I missed him saying that. Dang. Okay. I did
1: too. <laughs> that is for me. That's it for me.
2: Uh, while you were talking, I was trying to pick a quote because I wrote down a, several of them and. I don't know which one to pick. So let's start with... Okay, I'll start with MVP. I'm going to give it to James and Meowth, just because they were really great this episode. And I love when they <laughs> they did the motto and interrupted Jesse, and then they both jumped in, and it was great. I don't know. A team Rocket this episode was wonderful.
1: Yeah, they actually helped out a lot with making this entertaining somewhat.
2: Yeah. And they actually... I mean, they kind of helped the twerps, too, because they're like, Jesse stole from us, so we'll help you get the badges back from her i don't know i gave it to them anyway um lvp i'm gonna give it to marowak for the opposite reasons that you gave mvp
1: for abandoning
2: (laughs) yeah because you know what instead of look times are hard you know there's ups and downs you know things happen whatever instead of standing by his trainer and this whole badge thing was absurd anyway but he's like i'm just gonna leave screw you and walks out i'm like okay instead of having like overcoming the obstacle together he just decides to abandon him so not a very good pokemon if you ask me and uh, i'm trying to pick a quote i guess i'll go with Jessie's when she's having her little like super villain monologue part (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh okay she says there I'll stand, alone in the spotlight, with thousands of adoring fans cheering me on. My victory will be a giant step up on the stairway to stardom. No more sharing the stage with those silly, sniveling, simpering stooges. From now on, I'll be a solo superstar.
0: You love your alliteration. I
2: know! Man. I was gonna say, I love when they when Team Rocket goes full-on like alliteration mode. I just have to give it to them when they do.
0: <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. My turn. Your turn. My MVP is going to Pidgeotto for
2: flying in a circle.
0: Yeah. Well, he was confident. He figured out where King Rocket was, then he flew in a circle to indicate to Ash coming this way.
2: I guess Pidgeotto shit. I'm just kidding. I love Pidgeotto. Yeah, Ash didn't command him <laughs>
0: to do any of that. So Pidgeotto's Yeah, coherent on his Fidgeotto own. Pidgeotto's a free spirit. Fly free, Pidgeotto. My LVP goes to Atoshi for <laughs> trying to steal gym badges essentially. For not being able to count because it was a one-on-one battle but it ended up being a one-on-two and did not questioning that for having gym badges that like change form over time or <laughs> <laughs> they're made out of wax they're made out of wax that's why uh, maybe they're fake gym badges i don't know maybe they were never real in the first place i don't know for seeing a giant gathering a fruit in the middle of the road and be like, oh, we're hungry and falling to a pitfall trap like an idiot. For <laughs> I just could keep going. I hated this guy. Yeah, yeah, who
2: falls for who eats random food that's like in the middle of the street? What a clown. Yeah
1: and that means that he was starving Marowak too. So that means I guess yeah. that would be a good reason for Marowak to leave also.
0: Was he just sitting there starving him out? Um he also gets LEP for dying on the way to the Pokemon League.
2: Oh my god.
0: My quote will be the very last line which is the narrator. Oh
2: god, I'm glad you said that.
0: <laughs> the narrator has the dumbest fucking line I've ever heard in this show which is saying something. Uh he says, "Tomorrow Ash will have to prove himself a winner in competition, but today he proved himself a winner at life."
2: Yeah. W- what?
0: <laughs> That's that he won life. The game of life. No. <laughs>
2: That was four kids just like, okay, we got to throw some, like, inspirational bullshit at the end.
1: I I turned it off before that. I turned the episode off okay. before that happened. So. I'm so glad
2: you said that because that was my second choice quote.
1: That was weird. Okay. <laughs> that made it more, like, philosophical in some way, like, way deeper
2: than what was going on here. Can I give an honorable mention quote to Brock?
1: Of course.
2: When he says... Better watch out, Ash. Marowak is bad to the bone.
0: I had that one too. Both of these episodes, they say the title of the episode in the episode. Isn't it great? Did you notice that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we need to do that more. I want every title to be said in the episode. What should the title of this episode be? Podcast episode. All boned up.
3: Oh God. All
0: boned. Oh, I like it. Let's do it. All no,
3: boned what? Up. <laughs>
0: We might get sens- We might get pulled for that one. No, no,
2: no. I'm gonna. It's... I'm not putting my vote in that category yet. We might. We might think of something else by the okay. end. we're
0: pro bone, pro bad to the pro
2: bone. bono, <laughs> pro bono. Half
0: the time we come up with episode titles after the fact, anyway.
2: <laughs> Sometimes we we do, we have the the revelations during the middle, but
0: my vote's still for all boned up. But we'll see.
1: We'll see. We'll take a vote after
2: something something bone to pick with you i don't know
1: we have to mix fire and bone somehow because our next episode is called all fired up but not for the reasons you think
2: oh god what an episode
1: what an episode indeed and austin you're going to give us the 30 second summary here for the episode okay in three two
0: one go (laughs) The Moltres Olympic Torch Runner is doing his job running the Olympic Torch to the stadium, and Ash decides to trample over his dream and make himself the center of everything by basically taking it. And so he, Misty, and Brock manipulate the event so that they are the stars of the show for no reason. Then Team Rocket attacks with a giant grasshopper, and the flame becomes a living Moltres flame somehow, (laughs) and doesn't kill Ash, and then the Pokemon League begins. Time. I'm so okay. glad
1: I'm oh so god. glad you started out with that because that was like the first thing I wrote in my notes as Ash and the Torps basically just ruined this whole thing.
2: Oh my god. Where'd it even start?
0: All the goodwill Ash had from the movie is gone after this episode.
1: <laughs> it is really. Oh my gosh. This episode should have been titled like The Spotlight Is On Me or something like that, or I still the spotlight or something.
2: I don't even know what the hell was going on with Ash in this episode. Like, first of all, the very first opening segment of this episode, did you guys notice? Well, first of all, Misty's voice was way off.
1: Like the lip flaps or like the No, like her
2: itself. actual vocal. Like, she didn't sound the same.
0: Like the whole episode?
2: There was a few parts where her voice changed. Like, I don't know. Her voice actress was off her game this episode. And then the character designs, the way they were drawn, were way off.
0: Yeah, that was yeah that was Misty's weird. Especially they were they were not normal. Really
2: weird. So there's a different art team or something for this episode. I have no idea. Hmm. Weird. It almost kind of seemed like they sort of shoved like this episode was like an afterthought or something, and they like shoved it in.
0: Surprise, surprise! Another random episode they put in after the fact. It, really? What, is there
2: some kind of background about this?
0: No, it's my speculation that they were like front-loading uh, episodes, and they're uh, like, "Shit, we ran, we got delay, delay, delay."
2: Yeah, well, it, this really seemed like there was some of that flavor in there because it was a very weird episode.
1: I'm actually looking up on TV trips right now and see if there's something odd about this episode.
2: Oh, The whole thing. Well, first of all, like Austin said, we come across like I don't even know what town they're in. They're just in some random town where they happen to come across. They, they walk right into the middle of a procession, which I I find it really hard to believe that there wasn't, like, barricades or some kind of, like, it, they, they didn't zone the section of road off to where you can't walk here because they're having this whole procession. But they basically walk into the middle of the freaking Torchbearer procession, with, complete with police escort and everything.
1: And we didn't time this episode either because the Olympics are actually going on right now. Yeah, yeah,
2: hey, that's good timing, actually. So I was
1: thinking about like in like in Beijing, could you imagine if like some guy was running and somebody, a random person just went out there like a skier or whatever (laughs) was just like, it's mine. I'm taking it.
2: (laughs) Yes. Well, we get a little bit of exposition from Misty that apparently there's a legend that the flame of the the Pokemon League torch comes from Moltres. And that's why it's such a symbolic thing. And Ash decides that he's going to just halt this whole thing, interrupt this entire age-old procession, this whole ceremony tradition, because he wants to run the torch to the League.
1: This is just like a little (laughs) child, you know?
2: He's so arrogant. I'm like, it was really kind of off-brand for Ash. Like, I know he can kind of be, like, early Ash anyway can kind of be a little bit of a shit, but this is really... Extra for him.
1: This is awful. It, uh, yeah. <laughs> extra. That's a great way of putting it. This is
2: extra. Like, this is really bad. Like, he, his privilege is just on rampant display. He just runs up to the guy. And then, of course, Officer Jenny's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We haven't seen Officer Jenny in a while, so she's here. But she's like, you can't just run up here and take this. Only authorized people can carry the torch, and you're not authorized.
1: And the problem is with that is I guess this has never happened before, because like you were saying earlier, there's no... Security surrounding it, just Jenny's kind of just there, right? So she, she kind of assumes that everyone knows what's going on. Then of course Ash steps up.
2: Yes, well, Ash again in continuing his embarrassing trend of being extra privileged. He's like Officer Jenny, which I feel like they should know this by now. But he's like Officer Jenny, don't you know me? And she's like, Who the hell are you? Because this is a brand new Officer Jenny, and they don't realize by now that there's multiple Jenny clones, so they're not all the same person. <laughs> Apparently, they don't remember that.
1: Not at all. Let's
2: see, so he keeps on insisting. He's like, Well, I think I can do it. Let me do it. Let me just do this torch thing. All of a sudden, they're interrupted by President Charles Goodshow, who becomes a recurring character. And he is the president of the League Torch Committee. And he completely undermines Jenny and lets Ash do it. He's like, Yeah, well, the kid has gumption, so why not just let him do it?
1: So this guy, he's only in charge of the flame to get to the league. Yeah, I remembered him being in charge of the whole league. Yeah, I thought he was the whole thing. He's only the small
3: tidbit
0: flame person. Cause we're gonna see this guy for like years to come. Like
2: he's like the ac- he's like the the total like showrunner for the entire like league, right? He's like
0: that's how I remembered him.
2: Being. Yeah.
1: Maybe he's like just so egotistical. He's like the CEO of the Pokemon League, the president of the Flag Committee, the president of the Fire Committee, the president of the Battle Arena Committee. Like he just gives himself these titles just to introduce and himself as something. And nobody stopped him. Yeah, just to be introduced Directed to something by Tommy new. Wiseau, That's right.
0: produced yeah. by Tommy Wiseau, starring Tommy Wiseau, <laughs> kind of like that.
2: You know. You know, I got some Bonji vibes. I don't know why. I was thinking of like I choose Bonji. Bonji. I know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so specific. I love it. (laughs)
2: Doesn't he kind of remind you of Bonji? I don't know why. It's just a small old man with like a big bushy white beard. I don't know. I know this is not Bonji, but anyway. Ash. Okay. So then Ash, in his infinite wisdom, asks, you know what? Okay. I have a problem with Ash for a lot of reasons this episode. But this guy basically pops out and he's like, oh, Jenny, let just kids be kids. And he's got a lot of spirit and let him do it and what's the harm kind of thing completely vouches for ash right mm-hmm. and then ash has the balls to sit there and insult him he's like is that santa claus uh, L-
1: uh, like I guess, yeah
2: i'm like bro you're you're completely bro. insulting <laughs> this guy Whoa. who's taking up for you for, in front of the police no less which i feel like jenny would be well within her rights to like arrest ash for like disturbing the peace or something yeah
1: he could have went to jail if one for a president good show or whatever right. and this made me mad too because this is setting like a bad standard for all the flame running going forward because you're never gonna make it from here on because every single 10 steps the bearer runs the kid's gonna pop out and grab it and say hey this is my turn now you know you're
2: any hooligan can jump out now and just yeah and plus and i did read this i can't take credit 100 percent for this idea but when i was looking up charles Goodshow's show's bulbopedia entry the trivia section said the ash well i know holiday hijinks exists in another realm and probably isn't canon but he they met santa claus so he asked them if he's santa <laughs> claus and i was like oh yeah that's a good point
1: <laughs> it's this is what he does in the summer In charge of the heat.
2: My god. I I don't know. Ash is absurd. So they allow this to happen. And so Ash is going and, and running with the torch. And then, of course, who comes by but Team Rocket. And I don't understand how they accomplish this. But they basically cause a giant, like, earthquake and a giant, like, hole to open up in the middle of the road into which the entire convoy crashes. And I'm surprised nobody, like, died.
0: Yeah, that was a fatal crash,
1: for sure. <laughs> yeah. That would have killed someone, definitely.
2: And Misty's just, like, at the bottom of the hole. She's like, help us out of here, Ash. I'm like, you guys are should be dead. So we see Victory Bell again for the first Ooh, time yes. in a while.
1: Yes, yes. Poor choice, though, but we do see Victory Bell.
2: Uh, well, there's this whole... I, I kind of gloss over this part. There's, there's this whole montage of, like... Team Rocket trying to steal the flame. You know, Ash and Jesse are fighting over it. You know all this stuff. Jesse manages to get it away from Ash, but then Meowth catches on fire somehow because
1: it's a uh, it's alive. The fire. The oh well,
2: yeah, the spirit of Moltres and all that. And poor Victory Bell. We see Victory Bell in its second ever appearance, and it valiantly sacrifices itself to try to put Meowth out but then it itself catches on fire and I felt really bad for
1: it. I did too I didn't like that part.
2: And Ash then decides to even though he may regret this that he will save Team Rocket's life and so he uses Squirtle to help put the fire out Um, but then they end up getting away with the flame anyway which is very sad, because Ash is like, oh no, I failed. Even after I interrupted everything, I still failed.
3: Yeah,
1: he's the the cause of all this. Everything was going smooth until Ash stepped in, of course, because yeah. that's how it always goes.
2: Everywhere he goes, chaos. So, but not to worry, because Charles Goodshow keeps a lantern in his jacket that has a backup flame, just in case this happens.
0: This was like some body horror shit, it looks <laughs> like his torso is the
2: flame, ew
0: like i don't know the the spatial logic of this doesn't make any sense and also i know it's a magical moltres flame but you can't have a fire be lit without oxygen
2: oh yeah it's in totally encased
0: yeah it's totally encased under his clothes every seemingly all the time magic magic
2: you answered your own question magical moltres flame
0: but team rocket extinguishes their own moltres flame
2: Oh, that's, yeah, that's right. So they, they're they flying away with it, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to make all this money. And it's going out, because, of course, they're flying through the air, and it's very windy up there. And Meow's like, oh, but you just have to turn it up from, like, I don't know. There was, like, a weird knob thing on the bottom to make the fire bigger. I guess there's some gas in there, but.
1: I forgot. What was the whole point of them stealing the flame?
2: To make money.
1: They were going to sell it?
2: Right? Is that right?
0: I uh, Yeah. Okay.
2: Magical Moltres fire. Who knows?
0: I'm not sure how they were going to authenticate the fact that it was the Magical Moltres fire, but... I <laughs> don't either.
2: There's a lot of unsuspecting rubes in the Pokemon world. It's probably not that much of a stretch. <laughs>
0: I would take it to the boss and be like, we got the flame. Can you do like some like DNA testing or something with yeah, it?
1: There has to be something special because the guy just hands the flame out like it's worth nothing. You know, I mean, Ash is able to take it. He hands it to him when it goes out, he just gets another one. It's not like this is a hard commodity to come by. I don't know. Well,
2: he does panic later. I mean, I think this particular instance, Charles Goodshow wasn't really bothered because he's like, I have a secret flame in my jacket. But like later on, he does genuinely get worried when the other torch gets attacked, which we'll get there. So maybe that was the one and only flame. So let's see, we get a really inspiring montage that they play the Pokemon theme song to and, and all the Twerps take turns running. So we got Ash and he passes the thing to Misty and then finally Brock and they run it to the League. Hooray. That's,
1: that's, that's too, how far were they from the League when Ash got the Flame? Oh,
2: well, they were pretty far because they had this far? whole like running thing and like they ran past like an ocean and everything. I don't know.
1: Okay. I was just like how many transitions or how many Flame Bearers are we going to have here? I know we got to include all the Twerps, but I was just
0: curious about how far we actually were. I could just think about the flame bearers that were supposed to be doing this. Yeah. Jesus.
1: That means Brock yeah, he, and Misty had to kick someone out too.
2: I do feel really bad because I'm assuming, like, this is probably a really, well, they do say that, right? Like, this is a really great honor. Like, that poor guy, they took it from him. He's probably, like, trained his like whole, you know, past couple of years. He's like, oh, yes, my one moment. You know, I'm going to be the torch bearer for the league. This is a wonderful honor. And then here comes some fucking kid. Takes it and from And they completely, him. yeah.
1: That's a good point. These people are training, running every single day to make this, and these twerps have been doing nothing but walking the whole time. There is no way they could have ran that. You know what I mean?
2: That's just that's why they had to take turns because they couldn't just have one person do it. That's right? There was play. supposed to be
1: one person from the beginning to the end.
2: Yeah, <laughs> just to be the guy. It. Yeah,
0: the one. that oh, poor guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, this episode keeps getting worse and worse. <laughs> oh, God,
1: this is like an always sunny moment. <laughs> <laughs> let's help out but make it the worst way
0: possible the gang seals the flame yeah,
2: yeah. oh my god I, I, you could be, have a sunny episode with this plot line i bet anyway so they arrive at the pokemon league village which is very much like the olympic village and who do we see but gary he is there enjoying his afternoon sipping tea with his entourage of pretty cheerleaders behind him and he ribs ash a little bit and Ends up leaving, and this apparently gets to Ash, gets under his skin because that night he cannot sleep. He is tossing and turning, thinking about how Gary calls him a loser, and you know maybe I didn't train hard enough, and maybe I'm not going to do as good as I think, and all this, which makes sense. Damn right, Ash. I mean, you really haven't done shit, so you're right to worry.
0: Mm-hmm. All they have to do is use the flame to set the stadium on fire, and Ash can <laughs> rescue a Gloom, and he'll win the league
2: exactly there you go just some well some magical bullshit does ensue and i don't know how this happens there's no rhyme or reason for this it's completely just they decided well we gotta write something so they did so the next day well first of all ash goes he can't sleep so he gets up he goes to the arena and good show is there for some reason and he sees ash and he's like that kid's got some spirit
1: yep just because just because he's staring off
2: yeah, staring off into space.
0: It was so close to the scene in the opening theme song where he's standing in the stadium at oh. night. It was so close, but he didn't actually go to the stadium floor. He was in the stands. And i was like, Ash, keep going. You got to recreate the scene. Yeah. That
2: would have been perfect. I didn't even think of that. Oh, I think he does
0: it at the very end of the league, if I'm not mistaken. I think but they're reminiscing on it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that's oh. actually good imagery there because we haven't gotten on the battlefield yet. But at the end. It's already over, mm. so maybe it was planned. That actually would be. Mm. We'll we'll see when we get there. Yeah, I doubt it was, but that's just me trying to help him out a little bit. <laughs> okay, that's what we do here. That's what we do. The Yeah, yeah. Hand. yeah. We, we are very hard on the mistakes, but we
0: also recognize the cool stuff that they do.
2: We give him shit, but Ash is our boy. We're with him to the end.
0: Literally, he's going to be going on journeys long after we're dead.
2: Yeah, exactly. We have to support him while we're still alive, anyway. <laughs> The next day we have the – which this – okay, this part kind of confused me because they they had this whole, like, torch running thing the day before. And I thought, okay, this is, like, the torch thing. But then the next day is, like, the official, official torch lighting, like the ultra torch lighting ceremony.
1: It's not done in the same day.
2: Apparently not.
1: Yeah, the flame gets there. And I don't think the Olympics does it this way. The flame gets there. It sits somewhere overnight. And then the next day – official thing happens
2: i guess i mean the open this so the day prior was them getting the flame to the location and then this day is the official beginning kickoff of the league so we have the actual official official lighting ceremony it would
1: have made more sense for team Rocket to wait until the night exactly. the night time to go take this thing than just trying to do it in the middle of them running with it but we'll we'll gloss, we'll gloss over that like we
2: we do they don't think that far ahead no Like Austin said at the very beginning, this is again where Team Rocket attacks in a strange grasshopper-like mecha robot with a big cone, like a sconce thing on its back, and they steal the flame. Things get really weird (laughs) because (laughs) Ash runs down to the arena to try to stop them, and of course nothing he does is effective against this robot, and he basically invites them to do their worst and attack him. And so they straight up try to murder him. I mean, they... What
0: the fuck was this? Yeah, this was... Yeah.
2: I mean... (laughs) What are you guys' thoughts on this?
0: What was this? This is how I know the episode was rushed. Because what was that?
2: (laughs) We've got this, like, pace throughout the entire episode. It's like, okay, torch running bullshit, Olympic, you know, type comparison thing. And then... This. (laughs) This. <laughs> I feel
0: like usually Team Rocket puts Ash into, like, moral peril. Like, they do it, like, unthinkingly. Like, it's like, get off our balloon, throw him off, and, like, shit like that. Yeah. In this instance, they were, like, they take an active moment to decide to kill him yeah. after he... <laughs>
2: there like, like
1: in- There's intent... Yeah, th- this is, like, with intent compared to the other times, like, Austin was talking about. Like, it's accidental. This is, like, we're going into murder. No prisoners.
2: This is straight up, I mean, malicious... Like, to your point, before, you know, they're, they're bumbling buffoons most of the time. They don't really do anything, I think, with with ill intent. But this time, Ash is like, do your worst, Team Rocket. And they're like, well, if you insist. And then they do. Don't threaten them. Yeah. And so I was like, what? So then, Ash, you know, or all, the entire crowd is watching him about to be, like, roasted alive and burned. And this might have been even weirder because... <laughs> The fire, they like flamethrower him, but the fire doesn't burn him because somehow the spirit of the Moltres inside of it decides to spare him. And so he lives.
1: Yeah, this just happens all the time.
2: Yeah, I, I don't get it. Maybe you guys have some other thoughts, but he's basically saved.
1: Do we know it's a real fire? Maybe it's a f- Maybe that. it's some fake, I don't know. I don't know. It's just stupid. It's stupid plot. It's stage fix. magic. Yeah, it's stage magic. <laughs> it was never real. It was never real. It's actually just an illusion.
2: <laughs> well, he's like, thank you, Moltres, or whatever, and the fire, like...
1: Is he getting burned alive when he says that?
2: Well, it's he's getting burned, but it's not burning him.
1: But, like, he's
0: in the fire when he goes, yes. thank you, Moltres.
2: Yeah. And so, then he saves the day.
0: The, the flame becomes an outline of Moltres, and in- yeah, actually, I read, about, I read about this part, and it says okay. those
1: that have seen a Moltres can't be burned by its flames. Ash hasn't seen a Moltres. Oh, I thought that's what he saw at the beginning. Ho-Oh. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Maybe he saw it along the way.
0: <laughs> those who have seen a Ho-Oh can't <laughs> be burned seen, by Moltres' flames. Yeah, there flame. you go. Those who <laughs> have seen a ho can't be burned by a flame. <laughs> oh, go. my
2: God.
1: That explains it.
2: Apparently, the entire crowd of thousands witnesses a child almost being like burned alive and then the very next scene is okay and now we're kicking off the pokemon league and like they completely <laughs> gloss over the fact that this even happened they're like nobody us comments
1: blank. they're cheering yeah. they're getting burned they're like wanting this to happen
2: they're fucking like nobody says anything about the mole flame like oh my god the mole trace flame and like, nobody says anything they're just like okay and now the league starts okay cool are we sure it.
0: that Ash didn't accidentally set up the gas line on the flame to be really high? <laughs> and he was just having like a hallucination during this opening ceremony?
1: He's got monoxide poisoning going on there? Yeah.
0: <laughs> the-
1: Ash is on the ground flopping around. He does say like while well, he's getting burned that he smells rotten eggs. So maybe oh, God. Maybe that's what happened there. Oh
2: my there. gosh. Well, regardless. We Good have show just a f-
1: says it's part of the show. That's what happens.
2: He didn't even say anything. Oh my God.
1: No one comments.
2: Nobody. Nobody says anything.
1: That, that illusion thing makes sense now.
2: Maybe it was a dream. Hmm. It had to be a dream. Anyway, that's the end. There's literally nothing else. The Pokemon League has started, finally. After long last.
0: Hope <laughs> y'all are all ready for three straight podcast weeks of League.
2: Yeah!
1: Fun, exciting <laughs> League action.
2: This is what we have built up to this entire time. We've been doing this podcast since may of 20 was it may may of 21
0: we're coming up on a year
2: this is the pinnacle we're at the we're at the peak now this is oh, exciting
1: god it took us a year to get here are we finally <laughs> here by the way like the, 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 next episode this we're is it seeing? we're done we're done okay, with it if we're, we're ready we're going
2: <laughs> this is <We're> it finally <laughs> at long last
1: <laughs> i was gonna be pissed if i hit the next episode next week and it's more just meeting atoshis and getting burned alive goodness sake okay so we're finally here Thank God. I'm all, I'm all fired up for next week, then. Oh, get ready for an anticlimax. <laughs> oh, no, don't say <laughs> don't that. Don't tell me that, please. Please don't tell me that.
2: I completely don't remember any of this part, like, the League. It's been so long since I've watched any of these, like, over 10 years. So I, I don't recall what's to come. So I'm going into this completely like, what's going to happen?
1: Yeah, that's how I'm in the state of mind, too. <laughs> I'm like, I... I can't remember.
2: It's some bullshit. <laughs> oh, God, don't
0: say <laughs> <Yeah>. that.
1: <laughs> I remember being disappointed. So.
2: Oh, no, no. We're going to talk about it, though. We're going to make this All right. so much fun. Pre- preview.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah. A little preview there. I guess we got to cap over this episode first, though, with our MVP and our LVP and, and our quote. <laughs> so that way we can actually get to the Pokemon League finally. Alex, you are first, followed by myself, and then Austin.
2: Well, I'm going to start out with MVP and I'm going to give it to Victory Bell. Because <gasps> <No>! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. I don't have a backup. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> oh, but there's so many you could pick. Okay. Victory Bell because we haven't seen it since its debut in the Breeding Center episode and it valiantly sacrifices its own well-being. It's a it's a freaking grass-type pokemon and I don't remember, I guess they sent it out, or James sent it out to help Meowth, but, like, it kind of just does it on its own accord. Like, it puts its mouth over Meowth's fiery, you know, he's a fireball, and it catches on fire, and poor thing, I just felt so bad. But it didn't even hesitate. It saw somebody in need, and it was like, I'm gonna help. So, good for Victory Bell. And it's so cute And when we see it in other upcoming episodes. So, uh, LVP, I know this is probably gonna... Be to nobody's surprise. This is a complete gimme, but I have to give it to Ash. <laughs>
0: yep, I knew it. Can we all give it to Ash? Yeah. Like.
2: <laughs> the collective, yeah. I mean, he held up an official ceremony and then he insulted the guy who vouched for him and just everything else that happens. And that's, I guess, it for that. And then see, quote, I wrote down a few. I don't know which one to pick. I'll do Gary's because I like Gary. <laughs> he says when they're talking to him when he's having his tea time he says let's go girls if i stay here much longer i might catch loseritis and miss the competition
1: <laughs> smell you later
2: smell you later
1: i'm going to start with my lvp i'm going to give it to mr good show or president good show. Mm. this is kind of feeding off what alex said for letting ash take the flame initially because <laughs> Like so, now you're just gonna get a whole bunch of trainers running up there, probably randos too, running up there to grab the flame, and he's gonna be like, "Oh, it's okay, y'all can run with it." And I gave my, I gave my MVP, and this was out of pity because I felt really sad for this character because we give him a lot of shit. I gave it to Brock <laughs> because <laughs> he gets to finish the the final run, like he gets to carry it through the crowd cheering at the Pokemon League, and I was like, this seems like <laughs> this seems like a very uplifting
0: moment. That he would need. Jacoby. that was my backup MVP. Really?
1: (laughs) Oh! Was it the exact same reason? Yeah. Really? He needed that uplifting moment? (laughs) Yeah, so that's, uh, I gave it to Brock. Chris, I think he needs some esteem boost there. My quote is going to be also from Mr. Goodshow. And I don't know if these two lines coincided with each other, but maybe they did. It's when um, Ash goes, sees Mr. Goodshow, and we talked about this earlier. He goes, is that Santa Claus? And then Mr. Goodshow responds, it's not what one, it's what one does, not what they look like that defines them or something like that. And I was like, dude, that's a pretty deep rebuttal for Uh saying someone looks like (laughs) I missed that completely. (laughs)
3: It's
1: a pretty deep, like, philosophical rebuttal for someone saying you're like Santa. But okay, good for you, Mr. Goodshow.
0: Okay, um, my MVP will be... The announcer guy, uh, like the Pokemon <laughs> League announcer guy for like just kind of going with it. He was like, oh, it appears a giant Mecha is attacking. Like he, does, he's kept, he's professional the whole way through. My LVP will be the background birds.
2: The what? The, oh wait, what?
0: <laughs> the background birds?
2: The Pidgeys that come out of the damn ball no, thing? no, oh.
0: but maybe they are the ones responsible for this. Because when Ash sees Gary having Gary's tea time... The, the, you know how there's, like, random, like, chirp, 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 bird noises oh, all the time? Oh, yeah. During that Gary scene, the bird noises were, like, really loud and very distracting <laughs> to me. I was like, shut the fuck up, birds. Where are the birds? We're not even in the forest. We're, like, in town.
2: I do remember that.
0: You do remember that?
2: Well, yeah, but were they... You know, honestly, I remember thinking to myself, the bird... Like, I did mentally note the bird noises. I was like, those birds, are they... But they don't sound like pokemon birds are they like bird yeah, birds
0: i think i remember that too they're in every episode yeah
1: but i was like i think i heard it then i like looked outside my window to see if there was actually like a bird named. Like me actual birds because it sounded it was kind of sounded like that of course i got that like hd sound system too so
2: yeah they're real pokemon st- or real pokemon real animals in the pokemon world at this point anyway
0: yep so my my lbp is background birds
2: that's hilarious. <laughs>
0: because y'all took all my other options
2: see this is why it forces you to be creative and we never would have got background birds if it wasn't for that so good job
1: Yeah. yep can you put bird noises in that
0: section of the podcast i it in. could try
2: get the bird noises from the clip of the show <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah put it in there
0: i'll see what i can do <sighs> my quote's gonna be james at one point he says we're taking that flamo, Lamo. <laughs> That's it. Episode over.
1: Episode over. Oh, God. Now we're all fired down.
2: I'm surprised nobody said Moltres MVP for saving Ash.
0: That whole thing was so stupid. I didn't even pay attention to it. Right. <laughs> I was zoning out. It
1: was kind of irrelevant there. So all fired up is done. We are now ready for the league
0: so austin what are the next episodes we have the next episodes are round one begin Uh, and fire and ice oh another
1: fire episode interesting
0: i think it's arcanine or something
1: i don't know so does that wrap up this episode or is there anything more
0: or thoughts you would like to say either of you this one's going long alex are we doing my immortal
2: well, we did say we would do it last time, but I don't know. It's up to you.
0: We can do one. we we'll about do that? One, chapter, one chapter. One chapter. Yeah. Yeah, stick around
1: for one chapter. After this, if you want to hear us read My Immortal...
2: Jacob thought he got away from it,
1: but... <laughs> tra- I'm trying too to bad.
2: Mention-
1: <laughs> I was trying not to mention it. I was like, let me get to the finish real quick.
2: I was waiting. I didn't say anything because I was like, do I want to annoy them? I don't know. But we did promise the audience last time, and so if anybody was waiting... That's right.
1: and We, we owe always it to the audience. We always deliver rain, sleet, or snow. Right. Much
2: to Jacob's displeasure.
1: Yes, much to my displeasure. But to not my displeasure, I'd like to say thank you all for listening, and be sure to leave us a five-star U rating. Mix it up there. And if you have any questions or comments for the show, be sure to send them to outofthedryingpan at gmo.com. Again, that is outofthedryingpan at gmo.com. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at Out of Pan. Again, that is Out of Drying Pan. And be sure to join us next time as the journey continues and we finally make it to the League. See y'all then.
3: Pokemon and you
1: Chapter are we on? Are we on uh twenty-two? Twenty-two. Good lord. I'm just gonna leave it to the random moderate side who reads this. <laughs> the random address has spoken.
0: Alex, you're taking the helm.
2: Okay. This one is short, the, uh, so.
0: There's a line in here you might want to skip.
2: Uh I'll get there when I get there, I guess.
0: Yeah. Alright. I was previewing it. it.
1: does it get worse with stuff like that I
0: don't as think it goes so. on. I think I think it's gotten as bad as it's gonna get. Which is already really bad. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty Pretty, pretty
2: what's bad. the line well, wh- whatever
0: you'll see it's at the end of that really long paragraph
2: chapter 22 if you all recall we have now been introduced to fug and the mystery of magic and i don't even know if they are even in this chapter so whatever okay chapter 22 a.n. stfu preps stop flaming okay if you did not like it fuck off i No, it's Mr. Norris. It's Raven's fault, okay? You suck. No, just kidding, Raven. You folkying rock prep suck. Oh boy. It's been a while (laughs) since we've done this. All day, everyone talked about the misery of magic. Well, anyway, I woke up the next day. I was in my coffin, so I opened the door. I was wearing black, lacy leather pajamas. Leather pajamas, damn. Then they're
1: actually really comfortable.
2: Oh, okay. What? Have to give them a try. <laughs> yeah. Then
1: it's like a weighted blanket keeps you nice and tight.
2: And sweaty, I'm sure. But maybe you're into that. I don't know. Then I gasped, standing in front of me, where Luddy Mary, Vampire, diabolo Draco, Dracula, and Willow. I opened my crimson eyes. Willow was wearing a tight black leather top with pictures of bloody roses all over it. Under that, she wore a black poofy skirt with lace on it and black gothic boots that was attached to the top. Vampire was wearing a baggy Simple Plan t-shirt and baggy black pants and vans. Draco was wearing a black MCR t-shirt and black jeans and a leather jacket. He looked just like Gerard Way and almost as fucking sexy. Vampire looked like Joel Madden. B. Luddy Mary was wearing a tight black poofy gothic dress that she had ripped so it showed off all her clearage. And a white apron that said "bitch,", bitch I don't know, and other swear <laughs> words, and MCR lyrics on it, kind of like one dress I had seen Amy Lee wear once. Darkness. Who is Jenny? Who is Je- Who is Darkness? <laughs> is
1: this a new Darkness person?
2: Darkness is Jenny.
0: Darkness is Je- yeah, they're the same
2: person. Just, wait, have we? We've never seen this person before. Have I think we? it's
0: supposed to be Jenny Weasley
2: oh okay but it's called jenny jenny darkness was there too she was weaving a ripped black gothic black dress with ripped stuff all over it and a lace-up top thing <laughs> and black pointy boots so were crab and goyle it turns out that darkness diabolo crab and goyle's dad wait they're all related
1: yeah there it's one one It uh, doesn't fork.
2: Oh my God. okay. was a vampire. This is okay, this is familiar. He committed suicide by slitting his wrist with a razor. Oh, oh, Th- that's a
0: line. Yeah.
2: I'm not gonna say that. He did some bad things. Um, they got they all got so depressed that they became Gothic and converted to Stanism. Oh, okay. OMFG, I yielded as I jumped up. Why the fuck are you all here? And nobby, something is really fucked up, Draco said. Okay, but I need to put my fucking clothes on first, I shouted angrily. It's all right. We have to go now, and you look kawaii anyway. You're so fucking beautiful, Draco <laughs> said in a sexy voice. Oh, all right, I said, smiling, but you have to tell me why you're being all erective
1: i love yeah makes sense you're being all erective. yeah
2: stop being so erective draco
1: yeah pee up
2: i will i will he said so i just put on some black eyeliner black lipstick and some red eyeshadow and white foundation then i came we all went outside the great Hall and looked in from a wid- widow a fucking prep called Brittany from gryffindor was standing next to us she was wearing a pink mini and a hillary duff t-shirt so we put our middle fingers at her Inside the Great Hall, we could see Dumbledore. Cornelia Fudge was there shouting at Dumbledore. Doris Rumbridge was there, too. "'This cannot be!' she shouted angrily. "'The school must be closed!' "'The Bark Lord is planning to kill the students!' yelled Cornelia Fudge. "'You are not fit to be the principal any longer!' yelled Rumbridge. "'You are too old and your Alzheimer's is dangerous!' You must retry or Voldemort will kill your students. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. Very well, Dumbledore said angrily. But we cannot do this. We cannot close the school. There is only one person who is capable of killing Voldemort, and she is in the school. And her name is... Enani Darkness Dementia Ravenway. Draco, Crab, Goyle, Darkness Willow Vampire, and Luddy Mary looked at each other. I gasped.
1: The, and the, uh, the main benefit this is like providing for me is like nostalgia with me forgetting like i did I forgot simple plan was a ban <laughs> <laughs> i kind of forgot i kind of forgot about hillary duff and when it mentioned stuff like that i'm like oh i remember that being a thing that's the main takeaway i'm getting from a lot of this
2: thanks for listening everybody
1: thank you next all next time